Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WFNZ, Mac and Bone with you as we uh, rock and roll through a Friday show. We will talk about the new look, Red Hot Hornets, who came back from the All-Star break. I'm not going to lie, Bone. I had a real fear, like, are we still going to be good (laughs) after the All-Star break? Or do we resume our regularly scheduled programming? And last night, uh, Utah got the lead in the second half, and the Hornets came out. And Grant Williams hit huge threes. Miles Bridges hit three big shots late in that game last night. They defended their behinds off in the fourth quarter, allowing only 17. The Hornets, still good. The new-look Hornets, still good, Bone. And uh, we'll talk about them some more. Skylar Callahan covers them and the Panthers. But we'll probably lead with the Hornets with Skylar Callahan because I think this team deserves it, man. And I sense fans are, are excited. You know, I know it's only that's right, baby. I know it's only four games, but I sense fans are excited, which is which is fun. And think about how fun tonight's game is going to be. It's the Warriors. It's Seth versus Steph with Dell on the call. The Warriors uh, beat the Lakers last night back, I believe, by 22. They're getting hotter. That's a that's a hell of a it's late, but that's a hell of a Friday night basketball game that a couple weeks ago you would have thought, oh, God, they're going to Golden State in this in this trip. But. Right now, I'm staying. I'm gonna get put some butter in my coffee. <laughs> order, order a Quizno sub from Denver, Colorado. There you go. Have myself a night. If you missed the first hour, check out the podcast. That'll all make It'll sense. It'll all make sense. It will. I, here's the thing with me, because I agree with everything you said. Well, thank you, sir. Dell broadcasting his two sons playing, but now one of you know, and one of them's playing in a Hornets uni. The number he used to wear, like the Hornets have won four in a row. By the way, Golden State's gotten hot. You know, all the hubbub about Bench and Clay. Like, look at the way they're playing now. They've won 9 of 11. They beat the Lakers. Blew them out last night. So, anyway, this is just a fun one. Will Draymond Green kick someone in the short pants? You've got that going on in the zipper, as Eric Collins called it last night, apparently. He said, he said, <laughs> he said to Dell when Colin Sexton was hunched over, he said, very subtly, he said, oh, there. let's see what happened, Dell, to Colin Sexton. Oh, my goodness. Hit right in the zipper. Oh, God. EC is a treasure, man. EC and Willie P broadcasting treasures in the city of Charlotte. All right. I want y'all to know that. Anyway, I just don't know if I can make it up, Bone, for much of the game after the IPAs get flipped. Flowing through the old bloodstream. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It might be a like first quarter live f- starting with the second quarter tomorrow morning on DVR, but when it do, is a big one. When do you um, uh when do you pop your first man sodi? At what time? About five or so. Okay. While the FIFA's being played. I'm not get sure. A FIFA, get a little FIFA IPA combo. I'm I am i am acting like I'm a twenty three year old. Apparently on Friday. I also called it a man sodi, and I'm not even sure <laughs> what happened. <laughs> hey, right, when do you pop your first man sodi? That sounds cool, dude. That sounds really cool. All <laughs> right. As if we didn't sound cool enough. Bone is now has me drinking man sodies. All right, let's get into it, y'all. Let's get into it. JJ Reddick. Oh god. J.J. Reddick started a very interesting conversation, and I want to have it, Bone, with our Mac and Bone WFNZ family, because you guys are, we're, you know, you guys are, you know, listeners to this show. You you listen to the content we put out. We really don't know why, but y'all do. 
Um, we all listen to other content locally, right? The other shows here. Um, uh, you know, maybe it's reading stuff locally from a person or a Mike K or whatever, Darren Gann or whatever. Um, JJ Reddick, it seems like he's made a discovery here, Bo. Seems like he is kind of surprised by this. But listen to the comment that he made. It went viral the other day about, you know, he believes it's his job as a commentator to teach fans the game, right? But he also wonders now, after what he's uh, gone through as a commentator, he's also wondering, do fans even want to be taught the game? Listen to this from First Take the other day. Now I want to address Stephen A's point. Since when is it players' jobs to educate people on basketball? When did that become a thing? When did that become a thing? Isn't that our job? Isn't that our job? I'll answer. I'll I do that as my job. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, my job I'm, to educate I'm, people I'm on letting, basketball. I'm letting you speak, and no, then I, I'm, I'll I'm, answer. I, I'm, it's our job, Stephen A., to educate mm -hmm. people on basketball. It's okay. our job. And here's the reality. This is the okay. ecosystem we live in. I can do a okay. video on my podcast. I can do a video on my podcast where I break down the last nine games the Pelicans have used Zion Williamson as the primary ball handler and what type of actions that has led to. I looked it up this morning. 54,000 views on YouTube. But I want to call it a coach yesterday. Oh, that gets tens of millions of engagements. <laughs> That's the ecosystem we live in. So do fans actually want to be educated or not? Mm -hmm. Do they? <laughs> do they? Stephen A would eventually respond. By the way, Stephen A, the day after this, uh -huh. had to do a whole thing telling America that he likes J.J. Reddick because they argue so much on the air. And then J.J. did one back to him. He likes Stephen A. Yeah, they yeah. made that clear. So what do you I think? I want America to know that despite all blasphemous takes, we like each other. It's interesting. It's interesting here that J.J. almost seems, obviously he's a sharp guy, right? Smart guy. Um, does a good job. It's interesting that he almost seems like he's surprised to learn, Bone. That when he rips Doc Rivers, a former coach of his, that people are way more into that than when he's describing the use of Zion Williamson in an X and O sense. Like, did he really think before this, Bone, that people wanted New Orleans Pelicans X and O breakdowns? Especially on the like, shows that he's on there with, with Stephen A and these guys. Like, what, what is that going to do? Like, I, I, and, and I don't know. I want to ask the question, everybody out there. Like, what do you want when it comes to content, because JJ seems to just be learning, wow, they don't want my X and O content. Like, I, I'll put it this way from a, I think it's different locally because it's a team that you love. So I think you really do want to know about schemes and stuff to a point, right? Yep. You don't want to get too you caught gotta, up in You got to be balanced, but, though. Yeah. But I think nationally, I don't, is there an audience nationally for New Orleans Pelicans X's and O's? Like, who the hell cares about that nationally, no, man? They, Entertain us nationally. They care about Zion, but not for that stuff. No. Here's what I think nationally people are looking for. Certainly, draft prospects and stuff is a huge deal. Why do you think CBSSports.com, Mac, has a new mock draft up every single day? People want to hear about draft picks. They want to hear about hirings and firings. They want social media chaos and Kevin Durant get involved with a fan like he did last night in Dallas. That'll be a big deal, I'm sure, on the shows today where a fan called him the B-word warming up and Kevin Durant confronted the fan last night. They want chaos. They want takes. Why do you think Lebitard Mac is such a success? McAfee, the Barstool guys. 
who have made this whole entire world off of stuff that is not X's and O's. It's all about that's, what we're. It's all about chaos. So that's entertainment. But, but sports entertainment you know, and entertainment. chaos. I think people lead more towards that now than what JJ Reddick's talking. Yeah, about. I think not the, that that's not valuable. It clearly is. I think the times have changed too, and that's to JJ's point. He like said the ecosystem we're in now. That's what it is. I do think it has changed, Bone. Right. Uh, those things that you're mentioning, it's a lot of modern media stuff, right? That like 30 years ago, was it like when sports radio started, I forget when FAN launched. I remember Mike I, and the Mad Dog became uh, a show in 86 and it took off from there. Okay. Or is that on FAN or is that WNBC at that point? Because uh, I remember it was W. I used to listen to it when I was like a you know a young kid. Man, Steve Summers was the first real one though, right? He, yeah, yeah, he was one of my favorites as a kid growing up. But anyway, but like, mid mid eighties is when it really started to get into the sports talk culture. But it was way different then, right? And sports radios changed. And I get it, man. Some people maybe don't like the direction that the media has gone with more of the entertainment stuff. But I just think the sheer numbers game, right? Like you're trying to. I don't. I don't want to act like I like we know everything about this, but we're we're consumers too. Like, I I, I just think Bone, you got to try to do things that will appeal to as many as possible. And I think a lot of the X's and O stuff nationally will lose. Unfortunately, will lose people. Although a show like NFL Matchup, I love. No, it's great. But NFL Matchup doesn't do ratings that maybe more entertainment based and opinion based shows do. Is that bad? I don't know. Some pe some dude said this is a sign of the apocalypse that no one wants to learn anymore. Maybe it. I mean, maybe it is a bad sign. We're probably not smarter now than we were 30 years ago. It's, it's sadly probably <laughs> probably a young person thing as well, too, right? That our young fans, Matt, caring as, as much about why a play happened, this play design, this and that, or are they more into because they've grown up in a different era where it's all about the cell phones. Back when a play happens, Matt, our, our younger people, and I'm the I'm guilty of it too, Matt. When a play happens in football, in that downtime between the play that just happened in the next one. Are you sitting there trying to figure out exactly what happened on the replay? Or do you every once in a while scroll social media to see what people are saying that the next play happens? Your your attention span is off at times. I think it's probably a yeah. part of the younger fan. Your son, Mac, probably watches a play and then uh, goes yeah. and checks something else out. I know oh, he's he, way younger. but Dude, yeah. he sees that. He, like, he'll see Panther Like, Panthers he'll sit for. This past season, he had a hard time, but we all did. But, like, he'll sit more for Panthers. But, yeah, he gets a lot of his sports stuff from TikTok, which I think is why his takes are so bad when he comes on gives the hot take. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, that generation is seeing clips, right, and stuff like that. And then they form these big opinions off the clips. I, so, again, I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just kind of the way it is. Now, a couple of textures are saying interesting things about J.J. Reddick. This texture says Reddick is very condescending and arrogant, I don't want to. I have no interest in learning basketball from him. Brian says JJ has to watch being condescending while teaching. I appreciate the fact he wants to help me learn. And if everybody else doesn't want to learn, I'm different than that. But there's a fine line between um, uh, being a teacher that's entertaining and being a teacher that's condescending. Yeah. He can't help himself. He's a Duke man. <laughs> You talk about not helping themselves, Bone. Flounder I have, can't help I, himself. I have an ability to ignore Flounder. I'm not even sure exactly what was said there. <laughs> I was reading a text there. Max, shows like Inside the NFL is a show that's also changed over time, right? It's now, you know, you've got Chad Johnson on there. You've got different personalities. So the show still might be on the air, but even shows are evolving into more stuff. Look at, for example, the most obvious example of all is what SportsCenter is now. 
and what a lot of ESPN is now in terms of educating. It used to be a lot of highlights. Yeah. A lot, a lot of highlights. Now you might get more opinion. You might get like a 20 second highlight, and then they're going to bring on an analyst for the next three minutes. Yeah. And he'll, he'll try to educate, but it often may end up in a more of a debate type situation. Yeah. Right? This texter says embrace debate TV shows are annoying. It's everybody screaming over each other. That would never happen here on the Mac and Bone show. Everybody screaming. It would never happen. This text, What are you talking about? This texter says loud ignorance sells in all facets of society. It is true. I guess is that why is that why we're still on the air, loud ignorance? But no, I see your point though. It it is like these shows aren't necessarily the, the smartest shows in the world. They get loud but it's what I think the younger generation wants. Yes. I think the younger generation wants embrace debate and not JJ Reddick on a touchscreen. Matt, do you, you think, know? Do you think For that, better or worse. Do you think that part of society, the younger generation today, is going to be more into why Luka Doncic had a great game last night? And he did. He always does against Phoenix. Or will it be more about... Kevin Durant and the fan, a fan yeah. who called him the B word. No, you're right. And then all that transpires from that because that took over Twitter last night for a while. So that'll be the main story with that game, and not the fact that Luca is one of the most absurd players we've ever seen in our lives. This uh, this texter, yeah, and I and, and I'm like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that with the NBA. I don't really give a damn. No, I about get it too. Yeah, talk to me um, in the playoffs. I don't really give a damn. Luca had a good game. Great, he's a great player. It, but but I do care about. So I I think I am. When it comes to a lot of these national things, I think I, I, I can relate to kind of the average fan because I don't really care to the playoffs, ex except the new look Hornets, ladies and gentlemen. I care a lot about that. Uh, this texter says um, uh, the Mac and Bone Show knows how to do it. They will educate us, but they will do it in a silly way. Well, thank you, sir. That's the first nice text. A lot of you have sent mean texts Hold on. about what you don't want from the Mac and Bone Show. That's a nice text, sir. I name, will take that. Name, name one silly moment on this show. It has been right down the middle. It's been educational and not silly today. What did you right. learn? What did you learn? You learned who wasn't going to win a game when you talk, when you listen to me on a football Friday. Mac at one point <laughs> yelled out today in the first hour, oh, my God, I just realized why I'm fat. <laughs> See? Mac, I did. Mac I did. educated himself. During the I did. Show. I learned. I learned, man. Uh, Kingpin says the younger generation is dumb. <laughs> That's definitely an old the, head take. There's, I think there's members of all generations that might be dumb. This is true. This is definitely true. When we come back, a man that's not dumb, that knows a lot about the Panthers and the Hornets, Skylar Callahan will react to the hottest team in basketball, taking out the Utah Yaws last night. Skylar Callahan of SIs next on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
92.7 WFNZ. Mac and Bone with you. Rolling through a Friday show. We got the red hot new look Hornets. We got Curry versus Curry tonight, Bone Man. We got Charlotte FC returning. Um, uh, already, I think there are around 60,000 tickets sold. They've opened up the whole place. Okay. $15 can get you in to CFC. And I'm telling you, I think it is. Uh, the most amazing. I think it's the it's my favorite live sporting environment in sports, and I hate it that I have something going on and can't go. But I will be watching on Apple TV, and I'll be listening to Willie and Jess tomorrow yeah, as well. Absolutely. Oh, we just got a WFNZ FanDuel text max 704-570-9610 from a, a, a 910 Raleigh area texter. I signed up for underdog fantasy because of y'all. I woke up this morning to a $210 win on a ten dollar entry, there I needed go, it badly baby. right now. There you go. How about that win right there, man? That's awesome, man. That, right that is awesome, baby. I got to get some winners, man. I got to get some. I took a break for a while, Bone, because it was kicking my patootie. But I think I'm ready to go. Maybe the new look Hornets is my way back well, to win. You, you, you got, know what I mean? Grant you know, Williams hires. We got we got racing in there too, That's man. What now. The money's yeah, for. I gotta try it. I didn't do the Daytona um, race. It's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit stressful because Mac, I was about to win, and then the. Uh, the wreck happened. When the wreck happens, it doesn't matter necessarily where your guy is. It could be trouble that's for you. Well, the good news is... That's why I didn't do it. It's like you could pick guys that have great cars flound at Daytona oh, yeah. and lose because of a wreck. And that can happen or, anywhere. Or Daytona, because of some sort of up. mechanical error, uh, like Michael McDowell. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I, had <laughs> I had to have Truex finish top 11, and he was 7 towards the end. He was looking good, man. Yeah, it yeah, was looking yeah. good. It was looking good. By the way, at least you go to a track that you can bet on this week, right? One that doesn't have a lot of chaos. Oh, baby Daytona Atlanta. Is oh, that's right. They now oh, bump drafted at Atlanta. Fun to watch, though. It is fun to freaking watch at Atlanta now. So anyway, we got some good stuff. We got no football right now, but we got some Good stuff going on this sports weekend. College hoops, man, huge time, obviously. Um, uh, so uh, we got things popping, man, in the world of sports. Uh, but right now, and let us know if you win on Underdog Fantasy. We want yeah, to mention it. Yeah. We'll tell your stories, man. Your victorious Underdog Fantasy stories. We'll tell them right here on the Mac and Bone Show. All right, man. Uh, we are. This man covers both the Panthers and the Hornets for uh, SI Now and Fan Nation. And I don't know, maybe uh, 98% of the time he comes on with us, we're leading with the Panthers. Today we lead with the red-hot, new-look Charlotte Hornets. Um, uh, they deserve it. Skyler Callahan is here. I'm sure we'll dabble into Panthers offseason stuff. Skyler, what's going on, man? Uh, Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. How you doing, brother? Well, yeah, thanks for having me back on. It's, uh, it's different times around these parts, isn't it? It is, man. It is, and I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm just going to enjoy it while while it's happening right now. What what are the things, you know, Bo and I were talking about this earlier when we were talking about the Utah win last night, but I want your opinion on it, right? You cover this team day in and day out. What are the things that are most obvious to you that with this new group of five players that they brought in, like what what are the new look Hornets doing so much better than they were previously? I mean, I think really first and foremost, it's it's the chemistry, which has really kind of been the biggest surprise because when you bring this many guys in, you usually don't think that they're going to be able to just get along and, and understand how each other plays as quickly as this group has. And, you know, obviously you go through the first couple of games and they have the, the crazy amount of turnovers, which is to be expected. But outside of that, like defensively, it was an immediate upgrade, you know, and, and that's no, you know, uh, disrespect to, to PJ or Terry or Gordon, but this group in particular, these five guys that they brought in, you can just tell they're hungry. They want to win. They don't want to be 
on a team that's only won 10 or 11 games. And, and you could see that that, that that was the main thing when they came here, that they wanted to be a part of a, the, the group that turns this thing around. They didn't want to be a part of that narrative that, all oh, they're just, you know, they went from a, a playoff contender to, you know, one of the teams that's going to be picking in the lottery. They they believe that they can they can get things turned around, whether it's this season or not, I don't know. But they, they look like a, a completely different group right now. I think a lot of that's the, the leadership from Grant Williams, Seth Curry, uh, Davis Bertans. I mean, it's it's just a whole different group and a whole different mentality than what it was uh, before the deadline. Skyler, a lot of interesting storylines with the new group, a lot of interesting parts that we're watching right now. But when you look at Grant Williams and what he provides, yeah. how big of an acquisition is that, not just for now, but really ultimately long-term he's signed? This feels like this is a, a major part of what they want to do eventually, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is an, a, a massive upgrade. And again, not trying to throw straight here at PJ, but he's just a better fit, I think, for this team and what this team needs than what PJ did. And PJ's a great player. He's very versatile. He can defend multiple positions. But Grant Williams brings a different style to the game, and that physicality is what this team really needs, especially right now when you don't have a, uh, your true center in Mark Williams. Um, but to have Grant here, again, it's not just the player, but the fact that he's from here, he gets what it takes to win. He, he wants to win here. He, he, he wants to be here. It's just, it's a whole different vibe when you're walking around the halls of a Spectrum Center and you just see Grant Williams just smiling and laughing constantly. Um, just a different vibe for sure. We're talking with Skylar Callahan, covers the uh, the Hornets, uh, the new look Red Hot Charlotte Hornets, and the Carolina Panthers. Um, they were not red hot during any portion of the season. Oh, this year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Two fourth quarters, they got something going there at the end. All right. <laughs> Didn't even lead a play for a play in the fourth quarter, for God's sakes. But anyway, we digress. No, we um, goes back. This is supposed to be the positive topic right here. Skylar, this is the, the thing about this that is even the like cherry on top or the icing on the cake of this whole thing is these trades were not made to like turn the team around right away. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? The, you still have the benefit of the trades and why I'm sure the new owners wanted this to be the direction of the team. Like they got future assets and draft picks. They've, cl they've cleared some cap room or, you know, when some of these contracts run out in a year, they will clear even more cap room. So what do you think about the fact that Mitch Kupchak, bless his heart, man, on his, his last act as the GM, I mean, he pulled off deals that inject this team with life right now. But also the key point is, man, these were deals for the future. Like he, he knocked these out of the park, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he did a phenomenal job. And, and I think, you know, he's probably catched a little bit more flack than he probably deserves over the last few years. And, and, I, and I play a part in that too, probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's dealt, he's dealt with a roster that's been just riddled with injuries. And, and the same thing, thing with Steve Clifford. He hasn't had the horses to run the show. And, now we're seeing that even if you just give him a little bit of help, that he can make something happen. I mean, the defense has been phenomenal since the trade deadline. I mean, they look like a completely different unit on that end of the floor, and you got to give Cliff a lot of credit for that as well. But for, for Mitch, I think he did an absolutely great job. And I told Willie P. this the other day when we were at the game, and it's, it's, it's rare that you see a team that sellers at the trade deadline but may be the biggest winners of all immediately. I mean, they have been – one of the best teams in the NBA since the trade deadline. I mean, if you just look at it statistically, I mean, they have improved dramatically 
And, you know, usually when you, you sell off guys like P.J. Washington, Terry Rozier, and Gordon Hayward, you're, you're looking at, oh, well, there's that 2027 draft pick we have to look forward to, right? You're not looking at, yeah. oh, what is what is Grant Williams going to bring to the table immediately? Yeah. That's not what first comes to mind. So for them to, like you said, inject new life into this team, I, I think it's been great. And, and really the one thing that I keep kind of seeing with, you know, fans on social media, ah, they're worried about the the draft position. Don't worry about that. Like this draft is not, not this one draft. To, yeah, to be not worried. this yeah. one. Yep. You're you're not worried about this draft. What this team needs most is to learn how to win. And if they can do that over the last two months, that'll go a lot further than a top ten or fifteen pick in this year's draft. We're talking to Sky or Callahan. Check out his great Panthers, Hornets, and West Virginia coverage as well at Callahan underscore on social media. He's with Fan Nation. SI now, kind enough to join us on the Body Works Plus Guest Hotline. Skyler, we've talked a ton about Brian Burns' future this week, but another guy who we've got to talk about as well is Frankie Wuvu and his contract. How, how do you think this plays out with Frankie Wuvu and his future here in Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, I think, it, obviously, all, like you said, all the attention's on Brian, and I think that's the, the main priority, but if that ends up being a franchise tag, then I think it ends up making life a little bit easier for the Frank for, for the Frankie Louvre deal for now at least just because you know you got the one-year thing whereas Brian you've got this spread out over multiple years um, I think both sides probably want to get this done I, I think Frankie wants to be here this is where he really blossomed into a quality NFL player I mean he kind of came out of nowhere when he when he arrived from New York and, and just jumped onto the scene and, and made plays on special teams and transitioned into the player he is now um, so I think there will probably be – there's a, probably a good chance this thing gets done. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of suitors out there. I mean, when you're talking about a player as good as he is, I mean, he's one of the top linebacker free agents out there. There's going to be a lot of interest. So I think it comes down to genuinely how much Frankie wants to stay here versus how much he's willing to kind of keep you know the book open a little bit and, and see what offers are out there. Skyler, um, I've got to ask you, you know, about the Brian Burns thing. I, I, you know, I don't think we're, I think we're contractually obligated now to ask every guest <laughs> about that saga. What do you think about the way it's, uh, about the way that's going? Do you think, I mean, it's headed towards the tag, right? Do you think he plays on the tag? What's your gut feeling on how this plays out? Well, I mean, when I when I get I've got asked this before, and I think it's the same thing kind of as last year, and and I I feel for Brian because when you're in this type of situation, you always the first thing that comes to your mind is oh my gosh, hope he doesn't get hurt, right? But he is such a team player. He wants to play the game. He loves the game. I don't think that he would sit um, even on the franchise tag. I think he would be willing to play. And I don't think this is going to get to a spot where it's going to be a sign in or a tag and trade or anything like that. I think it's just a matter of when, not if. Um, but who knows? I mean, the one thing you really got to get worried about here is, is you're kind of ruffling his feathers a little bit. I mean, this has been going on for almost two years. The guy's been through six head coaches, if you count interim coaches in his career. Hasn't been on a winning team here in Carolina. He's about to enter his prime. So... You've got to be able to put together something here that he's going to want to be a part of as well. And right now, I mean, there's there's been a lot of change, and you're, you're not giving him the money that he deserves. I mean, it's not like the guy is asking to reset the market. He just wants to get paid what he should. 
And I don't, I don't understand why they're trying to nickel and dime them. I mean, if you want to be taken seriously, you got to play your best players. Skylar, another massive piece to the Panthers turning the corner to winning, winning games. <laughs> I was going to say towards respectability, but we got to get one step into like the four or five. Yeah, let's not get greedy then here. we get up to respectability. <laughs> trying to go through the stages here is JC Horn. What's the concern yeah. level with him and and? I'm a big J.C. Horn defender, and, and Mac is too. Love J.C., love when he's out there. But how high is the worry level that, you know, the body's never going to allow him to be what he should be? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a great deal of concern there. I mean, anytime you've got a guy that's only played in less than half of his games <laughs> in over three years, that's, that's a major concern. Uh, but like you said, I mean, when he's on the field, he's one of the better cornerbacks in the league and, and clearly the number one cornerback in Carolina. So – that that's the thing I keep wrestling back and forth with about this fifth year option is, I mean, do you want to commit that to another year and and just pray that you know he doesn't suffer so many more injuries over the next two years? But I, I think you have to. I mean, he's too good of a talent to to not pick up that fifth year. And if the injuries continue to be a concern, it's not like you're you're committing yourself to a huge long term guaranteed contract where you're just going to be on the hook for a lot of money. I think you'd be rolling the roll of the dice here and just and just hope that these first three years were just injury-laden and he can figure it out to stay on the field. So I I feel for him, um, but I think he's going to be able to, to stay on the field a little bit longer uh, this upcoming season. When I talked to him at the end of the year, he said, this is the first time I've gone into the offseason not having to go through a surgery or recover off of anything. So he feels like he's in a good space right now. That's a good sign. And you're right. The fifth-year option thing is going to be interesting. I hope they pick it up. But I understand, you know, it's they've got to maul that thing yep. over with the injury history. Skyler, great job, man. Uh, the man is versatile. He'll cover Hornets and Panthers for you. And he's then, seen a lot in his time, hasn't he? He's, he's seen it all. <laughs> and then he'll throw in a little West Virginia yes. athletics coverage for you too, man. Confuse you on your timeline a little bit. But he is that <laughs> versatile for SI Now and Fan uh, and Foundation at – Callahan underscore on Twitter. Give him a follow. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it, man. Good chatting with you, boys. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, you too. Be good. There you go. Skylar Callahan joining us on the Mac and Bone Show. I need to do this, uh, you know, uh, every now and then, Bone. People are asking I'm why. afraid to ask what you need to do every once in a while. Uh, people are asking. <laughs> well, a lot of things, but uh, some I won't speak up You don't have to here. tell us. Just go do it. People are asking uh, me. Uh, Mac, are you going to be wishing people Happy New Year until we get to Christmas? This is a bit that is like good, not going the way I expected it to go. Uh, Bone, was this your idea, Bone? It, it okay. was. I thought it would go to about January 10th. Yeah, we didn't think it would last this long. We thought it'd be funny based on the old Larry David bit of like, you know, how long should you, um, you know, say be able to say Happy New Year. We decided to see, like, to, to the guests, some I forget to do, and the recurring ones I, I don't do all the time, but, like, we decided to keep saying to the guests, Happy New Year, and waiting for someone to call us out and be like, you're saying Happy New Year at this point in the year, and it just hasn't happened yet, other than J.J. Jansen, who's a regular. So he got uh, he got banned from the uh, the, the list. <laughs> but but uh, Willie, this, Willie. Bl- this bit took a blue chew and it's still going. I know. All <laughs> we need is somebody that's a non-regular to call us out, and then the bit ends, man. So anyway, that's what's going on with that one. I'm not a complete dummy. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a a a shot in the dark here. I think the next time because we got to have him on at some point, probably especially with the comments we played earlier. I think Jay Billis will be the guy that will call you out. Okay, I got one past him though, haven't no, I? Jay, I? Yeah, I got one past Jay, him already, Jay but not. Just, 
not at this point in the year. Jay just wants to get to his answers and move on. You think I don't, so? Yeah, you I think, think so. so. Yeah. He just wants to rip the NCAA. He don't want to hold <laughs> up with that. What do you think about Jessica Charman today? Funny oh, Friday. good chance. Yeah, you think she'll call That's me. Good out? point. You know, she'll yeah, point. good chance. She'll call me a bloody wanker for uh, you know for bringing up Happy New Year. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do this, Flound Dog. Give us a quick morning feed, my friend. What do you got over there? Oh, of course, Macker. But first, I got to tell you that join Will Palachik and Jessica Charman tomorrow night as Charlotte FC opens their 2024 season at home against New York City FC. The WFNZ Doghouse presented by Jack Daniels will open at 430 with the help of our sponsors, Pepsi, JJ's Red Hot, and Planet Key, along with Jack Daniels. The pregame starts at 7 right here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, and all the action begins at 7 well, we got to talk about the Canes last night, Macker. A one nothing win over the Florida Panthers, and this is a big one. Florida, one of the better teams in hockey right now, and the Canes shut him down. Piotr Kochenkov, 44 saves in this game. So, yes, it was, you know, I mean, they did a good job of finding a way to eke out a victory here, but a lot of it was due to Piotr. A lot of the other wins that we've seen like this before this season, it's just that they play so well defensively. They really didn't last night. They just had a goaltender that was on fire and stopped everything that came his way. And uh, this is big for them as they now uh, close. Uh, they stay within six points of the Rangers because the Rangers are just completely on fire. I mean, they've won nine in a row. So this is oh important for them to stay in the neighborhood. I'm, yeah, just, I'm just saying. work in that his Rangers are on the, fire. The Shameless. The but Canes, thank you for the info, Flam. The Canes have two wins in the last week against um, – Two of the top teams in the league. The Panthers have 78 points in the Golden Knights last week. They're they're down there a little bit, but they have uh, 70 falling off a smidge there. But that's that's two massive wins in a week for a team that's uh, starting to separate a little bit here as well from the Flyers and the uh, the Devils and the Capitals. And, and now they got a, another really good one that they play in their next game, the Dallas Stars. So if they could find a way to get six points out of those games and win all three, ooh man. This segment is sponsored by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. We come back. More flounder. He's got a pop quiz for us. We don't know the questions. What the hell is going to happen next? Pop quiz time. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. WFNZ anywhere and everywhere you go. Just download the WFNZ app on your phone or tell your smart speaker to open Sports Radio WFNZ. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So, you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Sports fans, Mac here to tell you about Mark Spain Real Estate. It is the home of the awesome guaranteed offer program with Mark Spain Real Estate. 
you can close for all cash in just 30 days, man. It gets done quickly. And by the way, how do you get to that point where you're closing for cash in just 30 days after you accept the guaranteed offer? I know this. You're not doing any of the stressful, annoying stuff. You're not doing showings. You're not doing open houses. You're not doing constant cleaning even, you know, unless you want to constantly clean your house. But you're not having to do it because people are not going to become CNC in your house. You're going to get offers on your home as is sight unseen. And you don't have to keep the house nice and clean. You don't even need to fix things up right now. If you want to sell the traditional way and if you do, Mark Spain Real Estate will knock that out of the park for you, too. But if you sell with the guaranteed offer, um, that that is, you know, as is offers, and you don't need to spend thousands of dollars to fix that home up. MarkSpain.com to find out more about the guaranteed offer. There, we're talking now uh, over fifty-five thousand customers served and clients served in Mark Spain's long real estate career. All right. That many people ain't wrong. That's happening for a reason. They've had great experiences like I have. So if 2024 is the year you want to make a move, don't do it without talking to Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home, and start packing. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Radio 92.7 WFNZ Mac and Bone with you. We've already talked New Look Hornets. We talked about Coach Canales putting butter in his coffee. We talked about the demise of Quizno subs in every place outside of Colorado. And uh, <laughs> Lord knows what else we've talked about today. J.J. Reddick's opinion on what sports, you know, content, I don't know, consumers, whatever I'm trying to say, once we've been all over the place, and this is going to be an all over the place day. There's no doubt about it. I want to dip my Quizno sub in butter coffee while <laughs> while visiting Denver, Colorado. That's a Jeff Ricker dream, is it not? It's, you I got a sandwich so. and butter coffee in Colorado? Well, Are you kidding me right now? And if you don't understand what Bone just said, listen to the you podcast of the first hour. Know. It will all make sense. Good college football talk in the first hour as well. And we'll get back to the Hornets conversation there. The, the, I think that's the, the number one story in Charlotte sports is the way they're playing the fact that it's Steph versus Seth and Dell's calling the game tonight. So we'll get back into the horns. But right now, let's have a little fun on a Friday. Floundog has a pop quiz, a Mac and Bone Show pop quiz for us. So Floundog, let us have it, man. Let us have it. I gotta get my music going, Macker. All right, I like this music. This makes me want to go. Happy music. This makes me want to go meet the milkman in the driveway in 1957. Okay, here's an actual quiz. Can you guys <laughs> tell me what old game show this is actually from? That password? That would be password. Great job, Bone. Dang, how'd you know that? He told us last time. Oh, <laughs> oh Bone, remember? All right, all right. At least I know. Horrible. At least I know you're listening. Is my memory horrible, or did I not listen to him? Yes. Yes. Uh, both. Both. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, number one, uh, let's start with, you know, a, a question that's tied to Charlotte FC. So, of course, tomorrow, I told you uh, before I uh, – gave my flash update that tomorrow is the opener for Charlotte FC, uh, which again, you can hear right here on sports radio, 92.7 WFNZ starting at seven with Willie and Jess. Uh, is there a question in here, Flounder, somewhere? <laughs> oh, there is. There is. I have to give the plug though. That's the end but of the segment. This is the opener for one of your guys' teams, but what is the most excited you have ever been for an opener for one of your favorite teams or teams that you cover? Go ahead, Mac. <laughs> Got to think to this one. Go ahead, Mackers. 2016. Yeah, my Carolina figured. Panthers are coming off uh, the Super Bowl uh, loss, and they get the Denver Broncos right out of the gate, a chance for revenge. Next thing you know, they allow the Broncos defensive players to commit 48 felonies against Cam Newton. And uh, and we lose the game, and that season was a mess ever since we lose that game. Gano missed a field goal, but Die was crank bone for that game. I remember we were out at what golf tournament? We were out at a golf course. The one out at Red, oh, Red, dear Red, God. Red Bridge. Red Bridge. Right? Yeah. yeah, dude. And I, we were out my there. Memory, we were so cranked up. My memory today is it's on, on point, off. baby. Yeah. It's on point. Uh, that's a lot of teams for me. That's, ah! a, that's a lot that's of years. That's a fair point. That's, that's a, a lot fair of, point. Am I, allowed? I think we should be allowed every once in a while to have a mulligan so I can then properly think over time the answer. Because that is a lot to think about on a short period of time. I would say I was really fired up, Mac, for the 2023 Carolina Panthers yeah. and that 10 win express. I was too, man. My goodness gracious. Uh, By the way, also Charlotte FC's opener against LA Galaxy two years ago, like the first game in the history. That was that was one I was cranked for as well. I really obviously. am trying to think of an answer for openers, and I don't I don't know if I have a specific opener. A one that I was cranked up for, but unfortunately it kind of got ruined a little bit by what happened prior to the game. Uh the 2010 Chick-fil-A kickoff classic between Carolina and LSU on, on the football oh, side oh, of yeah. things fired up and then that, he had all the suspensions so, Mar- Marvin yeah. Austin was like it's in the true. crowd there wasn't was he like watching from the stands then I it's something yeah. like that it's it, crazy uh, what's our right. next question well we were talking a little bit about uh the sub shops uh well you were you were ripping on the, uh, a sub shop that uh does not need to get ripped on macker there are only a few left have some mercy <laughs> okay, uh, okay so that has to be probably your worst sub shop. But the better question is, what would you say is the best sub shop? Well, I am a sub man. I mm. don't really necessarily have one that I despise. I think all sandwiches. Uh, well, that's that, why I said in best. That genre are okay. I, 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 I'm a Jersey Mike's guy. Oh yes, great. I'm a answer. Jersey Mike's guy, but I also do love me. Some firehouse as well. I don't know if they're, they're both good. They're kind of equal to me depending on the mood. There's a specific sub I get at each one. I'll say Jersey Mike's though as my number one. Though. They're good. The firehouse is uh, very good. Too. I like the hot Italian at Firehouse. I mean, listen, Fat Mac is not going to turn away any of these subs. Um, uh, now I'm talking sandwiches, sir. All right, I don't want you to know it's pure sandwiches. Let me give a shout out, Flound to Steak and Hoagie in our neck of the woods. Oh, very what a spot. Uh, spot. Yes, and Penn Station. I love Penn okay, Station. Okay. When I used to work, live at my old home, I would go like out Providence to go home, and it was hard to get past Penn Station and their cheesesteaks and their fries that you put the vinegar Good. on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. God, yeah, that was a fun question. We, we we wonder why we're all overweight around here. <laughs> How go ahead. hungry am I right now? <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll do one more here since we're up kind of against a break. 
Well, yesterday we did the impressions of Willie P for Charlotte FC tickets. But the question is, if you guys were entering a contest, which sports broadcaster would you feel most confident you can impersonate to be able to win something? Oh, wow. That's a great question there. Um, That's what I do. I feel like I I think Matt could do John Gruden pretty well. Matt, be John Gruden and try to win a contest. All I can say is, man, that's Spider 2 Y Banana, man. You see that play there? That's what they call it. Spider 2 Y Banana, man. That's all I got, though. That's I all think, I got. I think I could probably do Bill Walton in some form or fashion, right? Because sometimes I morph into him during the show every once in a while. Trying to think of the top of my head. How would Bill Walton enter a contest, Mac? This is a contest. We've got winners. We're all winners. We've all been winners in the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12. I'm a winner. You're a winner. We're all winners That's during this good. contest. That's yeah. pretty good. There. I think uh, Bone would have a real good shot at a Kevin Harlan competition. Kevin yeah. Harlan? You got Kevin Harlan in your back? We've got Kevin Harlan. Yes. <laughs> that was kind of more of Albert I used end, to but. like doing Johnny Most. You remember the old Celtics announcer with the grovelly voice? Yeah, you give us There's a-, a steal by Bird over to DJ. That's why Johnny Most. She just get really grovelly and hurt your throat. <laughs> for the younger, you know? for the younger audience, Johnny Most was a legendary Celtic broadcaster. Yes, yes. At one point, he had an oxygen tank broadcasting games. Fired up a cigarette back in the day. He caught on fire during the broadcast. <laughs> God bless the old yeah. school throwbacks. I, a Bill Ra- a Raft could be one as well, right? The a little, lingerie uh, on the deck, a little kiss. I, I would do. I do also do a great Willie P impression, Bone. But I'm told that would get me in trouble right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna chill out with that. Yes. That was yesterday, and, and, and we're gonna move on. We're talking great broadcasters back. We have one coming up next to talk AC. Oh, Slounder Dunt. Yeah. Okay. We got it. They, they require I was having it. fun, it's man. It's not a suggestion to go to break. You want to keep going? I was having fun. Nah, it's all good, Hey, man. Jeff, Mac wants to just scrap the brakes. That's it's cool? all good. All it's right. all good. When we come back, Debbie Antonelli, ACC Network ESPN, talks about the huge weekend in the ACC. Do not miss it. Sports Radio, WFNZ, uh, little a kiss. <laughs>